Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, grow you as a disciple, and help you serve His purpose. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. We are continuing our strong series. God wants us strong. And I think coming out of what we've all come out of, we need to, what is it? Our resilience can grow. Can I say that? Our resilience can grow. And God wants us strong. Sometimes we feel strong. Sometimes life is great and we feel strong and we feel good. But at other times, it's like, The stuffing has been knocked out of us and we don't feel strong. We might feel weary, we might feel weak. Sometimes the theme song of our life is Tina Turner. You know what I'm going to say? I get knocked down, but I get up again. So, sometimes that's the theme song of our life. We're like a bozo clown. Who remembers the bozo clown? Bozo clown, if you don't know, is a weighted sort of cylinder-type plastic thing that you punch and it goes down, but then, man, don't you worry, it comes straight back up at you. And sometimes that's us. But at other times, the air just goes. And we are not bouncing back. King David, in the Bible, is fighting some enemies... He's out fighting with his mighty men. And when they came, come home, they find that their homes are burnt down and the enemy has taken their families away. Not a great homecoming. 1 Samuel 30 says this, When David and his, might and his men saw the ruins and realised what had happened, they wept until they could weep no more. That's pretty drastic, isn't it? You've got to know that life's not good when you can't even cry. I've been there. Maybe you have too. Some translations say they wept until there was no strength in them to weep. They had no strength. David's two wives were among those captured. David was now in great danger because all his men were very bitter about losing their sons and daughters understandably, and they began to talk of stoning him. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Who knows that David is in a very, very tough situation right now. He was in this situation because he had made a series of unwise decisions and he found himself in a very big mess, which is a whole other message. But I want, what I want to say, the point I want to make, the important thing here is that despite David having made some bad choices to, that got him where he was, God did not write David off and all David had to do was to turn to God and, God, and he received strength. He received the strength that he needed to continue. What do you do when you're in a tight place? If you're in a tough place right now, what are you doing? All hell has broken loose in your family. 
Your finances are under pressure. You're in shock because of something unexpected that has hit you right out of left field. You're shaken. What do you do? Do you turn to God? When David was in this very tight place, you know, his mighty men were bitter and angry at him. These are the people who were closest to him. These are the people that looked to him. These are the people that he trained. These are the people that looked to him for leadership and guidance. And they no longer trusted him. You know, that's a pretty tough place to find yourself in. It was a low point. And David, he didn't have anyone left that he could turn to. No family. They'd been taken away. No friends. They were angry and bitter at him. What do you do in those situations? Where do you go? Where do you get your strength to continue? David found strength in the Lord his God. You know, there are times in every Christian's life where every other support structure is taken away. If you haven't had it yet, I'm just giving you some good news this morning. (laughs) Every other support structure is taken away. People are no longer there. Our own body might be letting us down. Our mind might be screaming at us to run away. What do we do in those situations? But David found strength in the Lord. He's God. Just like it says in Psalm 42, I will praise him for the help of his presence. So many times I have said, thank you, Jesus, for the help of your presence right now. Because when we've got nothing and nobody else, we've really got all we need because we have him. When you have nothing and nobody else, you have all you need. It's not comfortable, I get it, but you have all you need because you've got him. He will strengthen you if you let him. When Paul was still principal at Emmaus, Christian school, he used to go to Korea. He speaks Korean, so go up and ask him to speak Korean to you next time you see him. Anyway, he'd go to Korea. And these things kept happening while he was there. Not to him, to me. So So he went for many years, but... This pattern started happening. One year he went, and we were just, we'd started, we'd, we'd engaged project managers. They'd gone into receivership. We'd lost money. We had this building. We engaged a builder. And I had this meeting with the architect and the builder. So you want to be a pastor? Surprise! You're going to project manage a building. So much fun. Anyway. Robin, you may have been in this meeting, I can't remember. It was a nighttime meeting and we sat there and we had to make the decision right there and then about what we were going to cut out of the building. And I sat there and, and Paul's my sounding board. I'm his sounding board. But he wasn't there. And so I had to make all these decisions and I said to him, don't you dare complain. <laughs> so you weren't there. The next time... The next year he went to Korea, I got a phone call 
a phone call that no pastor ever wants to get, a phone call that had me on the ground in our bedroom weeping until I could weep no more. The next year, I'm starting to think, honey, you're not going to Korea anymore. The next year, he'd been gone for two days. My father passed away unexpectedly. And I remember I was on the phone to him and I, I was in shock because none of us thought it was going to We had no idea. And I could hardly speak. Where do you go? When everything has been taken. I did say to him, you're not going to Korea anymore. But he did keep going. Nothing else bad happened. But David found strength in the Lord his God. During difficult times, we always have a choice. A choice to turn to God and get his strength or to turn from him and try and work it out all by ourselves. And success in life depends on the choice we make. If we turn to God, he will always draw near to us. Always. If we need his strength, it's always available to us. The scripture doesn't tell us how David found strength in the Lord his God, but the Bible talks about the fact that God wants to strengthen you and me. The Bible tells us that when we are weak, it's an opportunity for him to be strong in us. So you don't have to be strong in your own strength. 2 Corinthians says this, Therefore I delight. I don't know how the Apostle Paul says, I delight. But he did. I delight in weaknesses. How do you feel about that? In insults, in distresses, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. When I'm at my weakest, God's strength can be at its strongest in me. I remember putting, I'd folded all the washing years ago. We were, we hadn't started, but we were, this building was all happening and there was so much opposition to get to this place so much and I was folding the washing and I was putting it away in the cupboards and I had my Gideon moment with God and I said this to him I said to God if you are with us why is all this happening to us has anyone else ever said that to God yeah well why God because if you're with us, it doesn't, it sort of doesn't feel like you're with me right now, God. And all he said was what he said to, to Gideon. He said, go in this strength of yours. Which I thought was hilarious because I had none. But the truth was I had all the strength I needed. Because I had God. And if I wanted to, I could strengthen. And what, what I did, I got it eventually. And I strengthened myself in the Lord my God. God wants to strengthen us anytime we need it. Maybe you have intimidation coming against you. He is not leaving you alone in those times. We can call out to him and he will fill us with strength. Let's look at Nehemiah. For all of them were trying to frighten and intimidate us, thinking they'll become discouraged with the work and it will not be done. But now, God, strengthen my hands. Do you need him to strengthen your hands today? You're doing an important work. Whatever it is that you, God has put you on this planet to do, it is an important work. 
And you may have opposition come against you to try and stop you from succeeding in the thing God has for you. And maybe it's almost worked. I have had that. And it's almost worked. And you might feel weary from the battle. But the strong opposition that has come against you is nothing compared to the God who is for you and the God who is in you. And he wants to strengthen your hands today. I want to give you some meanings for strengthen or strength. When it, in the word of God, when we're talking about strength, we are talking about these definitions to make strong, to conquer, to encourage or put courage in, to continue, to repair, prevail, be courageous, grow, restore, capacity, power, might. Who likes the sound of all those words? That's what the Bible is talking about when it talks about strengthening you. It's talking about all of those words. So what do we do? How do we access this strength? There's a passage in the Word of God, and I, I see it as a prescription. Ever gone to the doctor and he's given you a prescription? Only two of you. You are all so healthy. Well done. You're coming to pray for me later. I see this as a prescription from the Word of God for strength. And it's in Isaiah 40. And it says this. Why do you say, Jacob, you can put your name in there if you need to, and assert that my way is hidden from the Lord and the justice due me escapes the notice of my God? Do you not know and have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired which means you will, but he doesn't. His understanding is unsearchable. You don't understand what's going on? It's okay, because he does. He, he gives strength to the weary and to the one who lacks might. Another word for that is strength. He increases power. Another word for power is strength. So to the one who lacks strength, he increases strength. Though youths grow weary and tired... And vigorous young men stumble badly. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. What an amazing passage of scripture. And, it start, and I believe it is a prescription from God. And it starts off by asking us a question. It asks us what is coming out of our mouth. It says, why do you say? We understand that what we say comes from what we believe. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. These people need strength. Theirs has run out. But that isn't the problem. Needing strength is not a problem for God. God has all the strength you need. The problem isn't needing strength. The problem is what they are saying and what they are believing 
is blocking the strength they need. What has happened in their life has affected what they believe about God. And what they believe about God is it's incorrect. The problem here is what they are believing. They are believing God doesn't see me anymore. Why do you say? They're saying they're believing that he's his eye is not on me anymore. He's forgotten me. He's moved on. He doesn't see what I'm going through. He, he isn't fighting for me. The justice that I deserve, isn't, he's not giving it to me. Where's my justice? It's not fair. They're saying, you are slacking off God. You're slacking off in your job I'm in this situation and either you don't care or you haven't noticed. Do you even see me here? My way is hidden. Other people, they're being blessed. Other people, you're answering their prayers. Other people, they're getting what they've been waiting for. Other people's... I'm just talking to myself. Are you there, God? And we all have times. I mean, when we are going through a hard time, it is... It is difficult to access God, is it not? Is it not? And the writer of Isaiah goes on to ask these weary people a few important questions. Do you not know and have you not heard? Don't you know? Haven't you heard? When we're weary and worn out, what is it that you know? Not about your situation. We know intimately about our situation when it's tough. We know what's going on for us. That's not the question. The question is, what is it that you know about your God? Because Isaiah is talking about God here. What is it that you need to remind yourself about God? Because if you truly think that your way is hidden from God and he has stopped working on your behalf, you are thinking and you are believing some things that aren't true. And the beginning of gaining strength and being strong is to begin to bring those incorrect ideas to him and hand them over to him and fill your mind with the truth. Your way is not hidden from God. Genesis 16 says, Therefore Hagar used another name to refer to God who had spoken to her. She said, you are the God who sees me. He is the God who sees you. Psalm tells us that before a word is even on our tongue, he knows what it is going to be. That's intimately, uh, he's intimately acquainted with all of your ways. Your justice will come. Psalm 37 says the Lord loves justice and he will never abandon the godly. He will never abandon you. We need to remind ourselves that God sees what we are going through. He will bring justice. Do you not know? Have you not heard? That's the second question. When you're weary, when you're worn out, what voices are you listening to? What are the voices that you're allowing to speak into your life. I want to talk about some strength zappers. 
that I think we need to be aware of, and they come from the voices that we allow to speak into our lives, because when we are weary, we are vulnerable to listen to the wrong voices, and they will quickly, very, very quickly, take our strength away if we listen to the wrong voices. Psalm 1. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along a riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. You know, I love this, the promise in that. They are like trees bearing fruit in each season. Even in winter, when you can't see anything going on. Even when it's tough and you cannot see anything going on. There is something going on under that soil. And there is fruit for you in every season when we delight in the law. And that means when we are following God's ways. Because we can listen to the wrong voices. Why don't you just give up? Why don't you walk away? He doesn't care about you. They don't even like you. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Listening to the wrong voices. We'll just take our strength. Whereas listening to the word of the Lord will give us new strength. Do you need strength today? Who's speaking into your life? Is it God's words? Over other people's words? Over even your own words at times? Where's the band? Come on up, band. We were at a... uh, a dinner party many, 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 many years ago before we had children, so it's got to be over 32 years ago. And we were with some people who'd become quite close to us, who were actually really instrumental in getting Paul, who'd left teaching, back into teaching, which was incredible because all of these other wonderful things happened out of that and they were the right voices for a long time but then they became the wrong voices because of what was going on in their world and in their heart and we were at this dinner party and we're sitting around and and then they started they'd allowed cynicism it talks about mocking and boasting and arrogance and cynicism in that psalm 1 And they just started, oh, all the negativity and the this and the that about leadership, about church leadership. And we're sitting there totally shocked. And there was another beautiful couple with us. And the guy, he just burst into tears. He started crying because he was grieved, he was so grieved at what was coming out of their mouths. 
and we were grieved. And that became like a T-junction, like a, a parting of the ways. Because it's important who you listen to. I'm not saying that you cover things up or that you pretend everything's great when it's not. We've got to be healthy. God wants us healthy. But there are some people who you do not allow to speak into your life. That's what Psalm 1 tells us. If they're speaking things that are contrary to what the Word of God is saying, that's the point. That scripture goes on to say, He gives strength to the weary, to the one who lacks might. He increased power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. God gives strength to us. We will stumble. We will run out of strength. But if we wait for God, which means if we look for, hope in, expect Him to move like He has said He will, if we look to Him and keep looking to Him, we will gain strength to keep going. If we get our eyes off the situation and onto Him. If we get our eyes off the people and onto Him. If we get our hope off something or someone and look to Him and put our hope in Him, He will strengthen us. Psalm 138 verse 3 says, On the day I called, you answered me. You made me bold with strength in my soul. regularly pray that. God, I am calling out to you and I thank you that you are putting strength in my soul right now. And so God, in this room right now, I thank you. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. Holy Spirit, that you are working, that you are moving in this place and I ask you God to make those who might be feeling weary Lord I ask that you would put strength in their soul strengthen them Lord strengthen them God Jesus strengthen them God for those who are saying you've forgotten them, that the justice is not there, God, I pray for them right now.
Lord, I ask, God, that you would move, that you would, you would show them what it is they need to hear from you, what it is they need to see from you, what it is that they're waiting on. God, I pray that you would speak so clearly into their heart that they would know. Jesus for dying for me. Forgive me for my sin. I ask you to come into my life. I choose to live for you. Help me to follow you for the rest of my days. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au